With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One-time world's heavyweight champion, Danny Pounders, here. And when the pound man puts his name on something, you know it's the very best. So anytime you see that 618 high school huddle scroll across your marquee, just remember... You're listening to the number one podcast in all the world. Welcome to the 618 High School Huddle, hosted by Jim Thompson, Scott Warren, and A.J. Thompson. And as you just heard, we are proud to announce that this is the number one podcast in all the land. No, no, it's not. Shut up, man. It sounds better when I say it this way. The number one podcast in all the land. Nope, not even close. Shut up, man. The number one podcast is the 618 High School Huddle, and here we go. Not even in the top 100,000. Welcome to the 618 High School Huddle. I'm Jim Thompson alongside Scott Warren. Another Thursday night of uh, just spectacular entertainment uh, headed your way. We've got several topics to talk about. Um, I know we, we were talking a little bit off the air about uh, how, how much you admire Vince McMahon and, <laughs> and all of his activities. I've had an opportunity now to, to review some of the uh, texts. Um, I think... I'm not sure, and we don't do a lot of pro wrestling talk on this show, but I thought tonight would be good to start with. I think he's in a little bit of trouble. Might be. Um, he, uh, they, they covered it on our, uh, on our favorite, or at least my favorite show, I think one of your favorite shows, the Jim, Jim Norton, Sam Roberts show on Sirius. They covered it in pretty good detail this week, and um, it, it was offending Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that's impossible. Well, well, that's exactly what they said. They didn't know that that was possible. That that was something that um, it, it and, and I mean they were referencing the two girls one cup thing. Yeah. Which, by the way, let me hit you with this little stat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's a high school sports show. We probably shouldn't say two girls one cup, but I'm doing it anyway. If kids today don't know what it is, ask your mom and dad. Um. Oh, boy, that could backfire. Right. But it'd be fun. <laughs> um, what year did that hit the internet? Um, I'm going to say 
2005. Uh, you're, you, yeah, you, uh, of course you were at Dupo, voted most likely to guess dates. But <laughs> I, uh, yeah, 2006 actually. <laughs> that stuns me a little. The fact that that is 18 years ago. Right. Stuns a generation me ago. even more. And un- unfortunately or fortunately, I remember the first time I witnessed that. Oh. Um, uh, I, I remember where I was sitting in the living room of my house in, in Waterloo. We you know, hadn't been there long. The triplets were four or five years old. We just gathered around the computer and enjoyed it as a family. And, <laughs> and uh, it's, one of our, it's been our go-to every Christmas. You know, it's what Christmas Eve means to us. <laughs> but yeah, I... Uh, Boy, Vince, uh, I, Vince is a little dark. Um, I sure don't get it, but. But this is mental illness type stuff. I mean, this is it the steroids? Part That's got to play part of it. Does he have, you know, he's got to have CTE. He's taking a lot of hits to the head. Well, I mean, the narcissism and the, the arrogance and. Thinking, but thinking that you can control. do that and get by with it and all that stuff. I, I mean, mean th- he's got to go to jail, right? I would think that that's probably in the cards. I mean, no. Could he buy his way out of it? Oof. I don't know. Um, I guess time will tell. But you can buy your way out of um, of getting down with a seventeen year old that looked like she was twenty one. Maybe you could buy your way out of that. I don't know if you can buy your way out of sex trafficking and human trafficking and some of the other. Well, that's her allegation. Totally. Right. It's got to go to court. Right. You you got to. So my point is, if 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 it settles. Right. If the check's big enough and she says, okay. Then we kind of know her motivation. Right. Okay. Technically, it really wasn't that. You know, I'm good to let all this go. I mean. Okay. So I don't know much about the law, but he he's. There are these texts. Yeah. And I don't know, are those allegedly his or are these definitely him? That I don't know. All right. Because I thought the lawyer was the one talking about it. But anyway, if they settle, are these, like, first of all, these were not, he's got to be charged with a a crime, right? Right, which hasn't happened. But if that happens, that oh, would be the well, government charging then, him. Then all bets are off to a then certain degree. Then, right. then you're not buying your way out of anything. I don't think so, no. So, And aren't these the type of crimes that they have to at least investigate? I would say yes, That that, but, but she has to do more than make an allegation. I mean, she's got to... Now, the texts are part of it, right? I mm-hmm. mean, she's got to sit there and say, hey, so-and-so did this to me, and here's the proof. It's just, you know... He said, she said kind of stuff. But yeah, if they charge him with a crime, then then now we've reached a whole different And then level. we've got the whole separate issue. Right. Right, because then he could still be charged civilly. Mm-hmm. And, and like will be, I'm whole, sure. O, the whole OJ thing. Right, and, and will be, I'm sure. He's still looking, by the right, way. Right, by the way. Yeah, um, so even even if he's charged with a crime and is found not guilty, she's going to turn around and zap him. Okay. And zap his wallet for a few bills. But he's done in pro wrestling. Yeah, he stepped down already. I Yeah, I know he did, but... But he's also stepped down before. And, and That's my point. Yeah. Is it, did he step down? But that was before they merged. Right. Oh, and well, yeah, right now they've got... I mean, isn't even like Dana White involved somehow? Isn't he on the board? 
Yeah, because isn't that like the same people that govern the yeah, whole deal? Right. I, yeah, they, I, I am. It's not IMG, but it's uh, TKO or some something like that. That's like the the that's like the but then it's all owned by this management company that owns that, I, that owns the, the UFC and but also does like Hollywood. It's a Hollywood studio, right. Casinos right. and right. So so he stepped like down and got his got his position back before they before they were bought. IME, I think it's called. Um, so so yes, yeah, so I don't I don't foresee him yeah. now. And again, I don't care. But people have said that he still got his people in place, so he could technically be running it from right. That's kind the of, shadows kind of thing. But I think he's got bigger fish. Has to fry. he said anything? No, I, other than the fact that well, I, I take that back. He said. He denies all the accusations and will fight them, and that, yeah, that okay. typical, so he did, typical kind of right, stuff. Right, released a lawyer statement. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have. Um, it's unbelievable. I know nothing about pro wrestling. I'm kind of proud of that. I have all my teeth. <laughs> um, I, you know, you can't put wheels under my house tomorrow and move it. <laughs> but um, I'm aware and respectful of its place. As a, as a as a marketing uh, giant, and and that's what he was a master of. A hundred percent is, is, is and, the marketing. And you know, it, I think because of Sam Roberts, who is employed by WWE and does all this stuff down there, and he's right. actually Sam sounds like somebody kicked him right in the crotch. Sam's yeah. getting ready to have a baby next week, and he doesn't sound real excited because you know his guy just. This all happened, right? And so when they were talking about it on the show, you didn't hear much out of Sam. It's Jim doing most of the and talking. And I'm sure he's feels like he's in a real delicate spot. One hundred percent. You got to be real careful what you say. And but that softened my stance on wrestling um, quite a bit. But it's still I don't understand it. I, I don't. I think you're more even probably a little more into it than I am. I haven't I haven't watched it for. God knows how long. I yeah, mean, I just um, you know wrestling of the chases worked oh, out for yeah. me. I mean, I mean, as a kid, I I, I used to love it, but but I, having said that, mm-hmm. we're going to go see the the midget oh, wrestling in Red. In Red, but you bet. Let's not let's not fool we'll anybody. Be in the front row for that. Well, let's uh, let's move on and talk a little bit about our week. We uh, we got out Monday night and um, tried to surprise uh, our buddy a little bit down there in Steelville as uh, Clint was. Uh, putting his uh, his girls on the court against a, a Dupo team that just got him three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and really kind of started a pretty big slide for them. They had some injuries. You know, they're you know one of their best players, if not their best player, senior. She's out with a foot injury, and he's had some illness. And you know, at one point down to just a few live bodies, but. Uh, the, it was a big night for him and for this program because they were going for a double-digit win to, to get their 10th win. And, um, you know, Dupo's got some athletes there, a little scattered, but um, some athletes. Not that anybody from Dupo would be able to tell you about it because there was only about six people there from Dupo. Okay. I didn't think it was that many, but go I was ahead. counting the assistant. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, they, they didn't travel. Now, listen, that's a haul. On a Monday night, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, it is a haul. Yeah, and they're having a you know kind of a tough year, but uh, I did expect at least a few people to show up, and and they didn't. But uh, Steelville, I thought had a nice little crowd, mm-hmm. and 
well-organized team, loved the way they warmed up, loved their attitudes. Uh, did you pay attention, like, to the huddles, the timeouts? Yeah. A lot of eye contact, a lot more than you'll see at, at a lot of places. <laughs> well, correct me up. It happened once, and I paid, and then I started watch, watching. He would get the board out, Clint would, and put it on his lap, and, 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 and a pen never came out. Never even touch it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I figured? It, here's the deal. That's his security blanket. Oh, it might have been. That's okay. his blankie. Okay. They, you know, he's got to have that there. Just, right. Because he may want to write something down at some point. Yeah. Um, but, but really, it's more just for security. Uh, I kept waiting for, for that's the... That's funny. Uh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that's I kept really waiting for good. the pen to come out and mm. start drawing something up, and it never happened. Just sit there on his lap. I did enjoy the high-stepping down the sideline that oh, we, yeah. saw, we saw twice. Yeah, we saw that. Um, that's that's Now, that's a close second to the foot stomp, so... I, I, yeah, it might be my new favorite coaching move. Um, what, what, this, what he shows you uh, in, in the first 36 seconds of the game is... It's just this passion comes pouring out of him, and it doesn't stop until the end. I mean, they, they had the game pretty well in hand with a minute to go. It was pretty well over. and um, But, boy, he's coaching his butt off. And, and uh, very respectful girls. I, uh, I didn't really see – I mean, I guess the officials did okay. Um, yeah. I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. Apparently, one of the officials was infamously down in Pinckneyville doing a regional game last year. Right. That may or may not have involved a buddy of ours, but um, I didn't really notice that much. It was I was having trouble concentrating. Yeah, because we got introduced to the Steelville boys basketball coach, um, and sometime when we've got a four or five hour slot open on a <laughs> Sunday, we're going to have Aaron Feeney up here. Um, what it, first of all, the dude loves to talk, and more than I do. Uh, which I didn't think was possible, but he's, uh, un- you know, unfortunately he's a lot more entertaining, but, um, and we just kept, he kept bringing up names and I kept bringing up names and we both knew a ton of the same people. And, uh, we just, it was a, it was a, one of those small world type of nights where, um, it didn't take long for the Westland connection to, to, to get, to reach him and find out that he's best friends with TJ Wheeler, who, you know, was 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 pretty tight with Paul Lusk Jr. when they were growing up, and you know, it's just this really wild uh, all these connections. But because of that, I lost my attention to the game quite a bit. I did really like the freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, this girl's obviously athletically way ahead of most of the girls that were on that floor. She's got you know, she gets her feet underneath her. Makes pretty good decisions. I'm, you know, girls is hard. Their girls are hard to watch because there's a lot of putting the head down and just kind of going. Yeah. And um, I, I saw that on both sides, obviously. But I, in her, I saw a couple of times where she stopped and popped. I saw her dish pretty well, handled the ball well. She defended well. Really like her a lot. And and they're good luck in a couple of years. Um, yep, he's got a lot to look be, forward to. Be real careful if you got them. If you got your your foot on their throat this year for some reason, the next couple of weeks, uh, think twice before you leave those starters in for too long because you might be on the other yeah, end. Yeah, because he's only. I think he said there's only one senior on the team. Is that right? I believe so, and I think she's hurt. Yeah. I think that's the one that's hurt. You know, and she that that girl you could just see athletics. At, she's athletic looking. You could just see it. And um, had a little bit of, you know, she's, she was thin, but she had a little bit of height to her. And uh, you hate to see that, that, that I 
I asked, actually, I asked uh, uh, Aaron if he knew uh, what the situation was with her, and, and he said it's kind of a, a week-to-week type of thing. You just don't know. Yeah. But um, while we're talking about girls, and, and congratulations, Steelville gets the win, gets their 10th, um, and I guess they'll be going for win number 11. It might be tonight. Uh, I have to look. Maybe. Uh, but um, they're, they're, we'll, we'll see. I, they've, we looked at their schedule. I think getting to 11 or 12 is not going to be a problem. I think that's going to happen. And uh, there's a lot to be excited about there. You know, he, he introduced us to the principal. I think she kind of might have liked us, which tells me she obviously hasn't listened <laughs> to the show. All right. But it was kind of funny how much Aaron had listened to the show and knew a lot of the references and, and what have you. So, you know, I going to places like that and, and, and hooking up with people like we did down in Steelville and, and finding a new place for us to call home, man, that's pretty awesome. That's why I like doing this. Yeah. And uh, so for everybody we piss off, we hope we can replace it. Right, the, yeah. For every the, for every light we turn off, we better turn right, it on. We, we might have to start turning on two <laughs> uh, after tonight's show. So anyway, um, sticking in that neck of the woods, last Saturday there was a shootout at Pinckneyville. We actually talked about it at the end of last week's show. Right. And uh, just went over the schedule and we – I think we both were kind of shocked at the scheduling in that they, they, I get why Pinckneyville wants to play the last game. I, I don't know that based on who was there, I don't know that that's the right thing to do. I think, well, uh, you, you have to have the right opponent. Yeah. And maybe, maybe not such a big game you know, before lean and dismet right before you. Right. But point is Pinckneyville in that gym has certainly earned the right, based on their record and their past history, to play in the marquee game. Yeah. That's their event. But not against Waterloo. No. And no offense to Waterloo, who's having a decent year. Right. It's just not a good matchup. No. Uh, It's a game that I think if that game's played 20 times, Pinckneyville wins at 19. and At least. If not 20, correct. And... It just wasn't a matchup that that I think anybody was overly interested in. And based on the photographs that we saw, nobody was. I was stunned to see the the amount of people there, lack of. The photos from the... now They almost look photoshopped, to be quite honest. I literally thought somebody's trolling us, (laughs) because they know JT and Scott are going to bitch about this. (laughs) But the DeSmet-Moline game. Now, all this game features is the defending champs from each state. Right. The current defending champs. Now, Moline is a shell of its former self. Sure. Um, they're, they're, they're having a decent year. I think they're 15-7 and seven or something like that. But still, it's Moline. They're coming down to get the Freeman kids' brothers there. Right. And there were some other kids that were juniors on the team that were, were worth watching. And DeSmet's having a hell of a year. They are coming off of an absolute ass-kicking of Viani. Where they beat him by thirty, which is incredible. Beat him by thirty and shot something like nineteen for twenty-five from behind the arc. Wow! Which I mean, you shoot nineteen for twenty-five, you're going to beat you're, you're going to beat you're going to beat everybody. Come on! And then so that's a really big game, and then you get exactly what you want—an overtime game, mm-hmm. which is I think eventually was won by DeSmet. Um. Or it might have been Moline. Did Moline edge that one out? 
It doesn't matter to me, really, because nobody saw it. There was one photograph from one of the corners. You know, Duster Thomas is a circular sunken bowl type of deal. And so it's got a pretty good look of about half of the gym. I counted like 50 people. I just, I don't understand. You had Waltonville, who is a very good 1A team, who has, from all accounts, a freshman that is off the charts. Just an absolute budding superstar that's even gotten the attention of Aaron Britton, uh, who does the Nesto Hoops, all these great updates that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid's uh, spectacular, apparently. and But you put them against... A three, a really good three A team in triad. Yeah, I, I, I just, and you play that game relatively early, right? And and then you had, I think, well, you originally had Lovejoy, I, had to replace them with Sparta, and what was it, Cisna Co-op, I think was uh, was a team, and, right. and Chester, I think, played in it, and. It just the the matchups were odd. Tutopolis, who did they they played somebody that I thought was an odd matchup. Um, oh, yeah, who we was, were talking about that too. Um, yeah, I don't remember who it was. Oh, but, Centralia. Yeah, Tutopolis and Cent- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At one point, Centralia was ranked in the top five in 4A. And I was surprised that they were in 4A. Centralia should have been playing triad. At the minimum. Mm-hmm. At the minimum. I mean, if those are the teams that are there, we can yeah. mix and match. And... and and how about two topless in Pinckneyville? Right. That's a good game. And I don't know what – maybe there were scheduling issues. I don't really know. Right. Um, and I'm not going to put any of this on Matt Lauer because he obviously inherited this project. I was, He had to have. This, this is not something they threw together in November. Although Lovejoy was invited, <laughs> but we got to make sure we leave enough time for me to call them tonight. <laughs> uh, we did see that they have a, an, a apparently a, a an interim principal, superintendent. Oh, superintendent. Yeah. So, but um, efforts to um, efforts to reach them have have become have uh, been unsuccessful. I Correct. think that's the way they teach you at the uh, yeah. over there at the School of Journalism at. Uh, M I double Z O I. Um, so the, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. To, not unbelievable. I guess we're good. Well, we're just, are we just, are we complaining too much again? I don't know. I mean, well, I, based on, I would say no, based on what we saw as far as the turnout went. That, that they had to have lost money on this thing. They had to have. I, you know, you had, you know, Moline came four and a half. I mean, I'm guessing that's almost five hours gotta be. to Pinckneyville. Yeah, gotta be. Um, took us four hours to get to Moline from here. So yeah, easily five, five and a half, in a bus. You know, whatever. Right. 
Um, I, I don't know. I it's it's it, to me if it it was it sure came off looking like it was a failure. If nothing else, I think the matchups were poorly poorly executed, and you hope that they'll learn from that and do better. It, it, again, if you really want to know how it's done right, give Matt Powers a call. He'll talk you through it. He'll get you started. He'll tell you the little things that he's done. He's, he's, he makes four mistakes every year and corrects them. And then there's four more new ones, and he learns to the point where it's gotten pretty damn good, yep. right? Um, so, it, it, uh, you know, hopefully that'll get better down there. While I'm in bitchy mode, can we go ahead and move on to this gentleman – that apparently we need to start following. Um, his name is Brent Miner. Have you heard of him? Not until he was pointed out to us. Yeah. Um, for those of you that... Oh, Brant. I'm sorry. It's Brant. Oh, B-R-A-N-T. That's even better. And then Miner is, you know, like if... Let's say he... The way you spell it is like if he went out with a girl that was 16. Okay. That would be what how he spells it. Not like a guy that takes a canary down underground to see if it <laughs> dies. That's a different kind of minor. So Brant Miner um, is the head basketball coach at the University of Portland, which is, I believe, in the state of Portland. Right, according to someone we once knew. Correct. Well, we still know him. Yeah. But... We, we assume. Um, he's an alumni of the Pacific University, hmm. also located in the state of Portland. Um, he is the director of Max Hoops 3. Okay. Whatever that is. Right. And he lives in Portland, Oregon. Now, what do we know about Portland? I don't know plenty, but... Have you ever been to Portland? No, and I'll never go. I have not either. And I'll never go. I'm not going to say never. I will, but go ahead. Oh, no, because, I mean, things can change. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we have to get the military involved, but things can change. But um, it, it's a rather uh, it's a rather liberal kind of place, I believe. Mm-hmm. Pretty open stance on everything. intoxicants, all of them. Well, open stance on everything. They, um, you know, burning down buildings. Right. This is the places. This is the state the, or the city that has the demilitarized zone in the middle of it right, right. or whatever somebody yeah. took over a precinct um you know, anyway uh, you're probably wondering why are you talking about the coach from portland well he tweeted and and, and shout out to dob our third wheel well he third wheel yes but also you know how uh, a lot of times uh, I'll have, especially myself, I think you're not nearly as conflicted as I am because you're more mature, but I have that little angel on my left shoulder and yeah. the devil on my right. Right. I don't have the angel anymore. Now I've got a DOB on my left shoulder <laughs> and then this, this devil on my right. So I'm kind of screwed Yeah. either way. So yeah, he was kind enough to throw this on a, on a tee. <laughs> he said, Hey, here's a brand new Tanner tee. Uh, let's throw this on there and then just smack the shit out of it. Unfortunately, I rolled over a ground ball to third base. But Brett, Brant Miner tweeted the following two days ago. Now, first of all, there's an image. I guess I'll, I'll talk about the image first of a, uh, uh, of a basketball floor. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the two keys and center, the whole deal. And then arrows showing 
somebody uh, would run to the free throw line mm-hmm. and then back to the baseline. Right. And then they'd run to half court and then back to the baseline. Then they'd run to the other free throw line and back to the baseline. And then they'd run to the uh, baseline to baseline. Mm-hmm. And here's the tweet. Many people know this drill as a suicide. Nothing is as bad as taking a life. I challenge all coaches to change their words. What else do coaches call this? Question mark. If I'm the AD, you're fired. Get out. You don't I, have anything else better to do, like coach your team, than, than post that stuff? I, I have not looked up their record yet. I hope they're not 22-0. and 0. I'm guessing they aren't. Even if they are, you're out. But here's the deal. Yeah, that thing is called two things. Right. Uh, it's called a washboard. Mm-hmm. Or a suicide. Correct. Heard them both. Um, I've had them. I've been assigned to do both. I've had coaches tell me to do wash, do washboards and tell me to do suicides. Um, I, so I guess by saying the word, and I think I have said the S word. I've done it. Well, I just did it six seconds ago. And um, I guess by saying that, there's probably going to be an epidemic now of 618 High School Huddle fans, um, you know, throwing the rope over the uh, shower rod and calling it a career. Just when you think at some point we've reached the bottom of the barrel, then you realize the barrel's a lot bigger than you thought it was. Yeah, I think somebody might have knocked the bottom. I think it's a false bottom. Right. I mean, this this Uh, can't be any more absurd. So, uh, Mr. Miner, um, and I'm working on a permanent nickname for him. Um, We'll have to think about that. It's going to be awful, Yeah, just so you know. And and I'm going to quote tweet this once we have a good nickname. And, um, you know, I... I, My suggestion is I would love to see him replace his Oral-B with a 12-gauge. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'd be okay with that. Well, so for as long as we played, and, and I'm not just talking about high school. I'm talking about you start in youth programs and do all that kind of stuff. We started, you know, we started with Coach Mason in third grade. Mm-hmm. And you do all this stuff, and obviously as you get older, you're doing more and more and more, but that's that's almost 50 years ago. And they were calling this, they were calling the drill, again, washboard or suicide, 50 years ago. Okay, no one no one has taken that literally. Um, now well, I think Brant Miner would disagree well, with Well, right. So now here we are, all these years later, now... Somebody wants their fifteen minutes, and and this is what you're gonna hang. You know, this is what you're gonna hang your hat on. Do you suppose he was sending this tweet while he was openly defecating on the side of a building? Probably. I, I just according to the news, there's right. a lot of that that yeah. happens in Portland. Probably. Um, here's the deal. I, was there? I am not a superhero uh, movie guy. It's not really my cup of tea. I've tried, uh, but. 
apparently wasn't there a big deal just of last five or ten years uh, a very popular movie called Suicide Squad? Correct. Hasn't there even been a spinoff? Like when they're a Joker or who's the broad? The the the, the oh the, Harley Quinn. Yeah, wasn't there? A, didn't she even do a spinoff or um, something? I don't know about that, like but black, black. I think there were. I think there were two Suicide you know Squad what? movies. I'm thinking of a porn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's it's Harley Harley Quinn. Does, never mind. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't. I can't fathom the what was the there lack of an outrage. No, not that I was aware of. And and Hollywood is a relatively lib lib place, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of studio execs are libs. And they allowed this to be made? Apparently. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, there's bands called, there's a band called Suicidal Tendencies. Yep. Uh, that was, they, 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 they were played on MTV. Right. Holy crap. Um, I, I don't get it. I, I, I went even this, this bad. I, I, it made me think about the whole music deal. We went through that in the eighties. We were still relatively young. You know, we were in the graduating from high school when the PMRC was invented Yeah, by, by Al Gore's wife, I believe. Yes. She was, she was part of that. And by, by 90, um, the first parental advisory stickers started to show up on music. Right. And, um, but the point was that music was was apparently causing kids to kill themselves. Uh, one Judas of my Priest favorite got sued. Remember oh, for the backwards album? Unbelievable! Yeah, uh, Ozzy Osbourne was called to task, and that's one of my favorite Ozzy songs. Is on Blizzard of Oz, and it's Suicide Solution. Mm-hmm. It's a horrific song if you just take it at face value. Right. Um. I played that song over and over. I played that album. I had a, uh, I had it on cassette. <sighs> Good Lord. And I copied it onto a different kind, on a double-sided cassette that would allow it to, and I had a tape player that would flip automatically. Yeah. Play, remember those? Yep. So that I could just play Blizzard of Oz over and over again. All right. There's songs on there about Mr. Crowley, mm-hmm. about Aleister Crowley, with this devil worshiping stuff. the The front cover is Ozzy in a in a robe crawling along with a cross. Uh, I guess he's trying to look like an angel, but I think we know better. It's got all the symbolism, and I'm a dumb little. I don't know what was I when fourteen. Maybe when that came out, that came out probably in eighty, didn't it? Um, which was first, Diary of Man Man or Blizzard of oh, Oz? Oh, uh, Blizzard of Oz was first. Okay, I feel so pretty yeah, confident. I think one one was eighty one and one was eighty two. I think. So we're talking, yeah, freshman year. I was, yeah, right. an, I was a stupid little impression. We listened fart. to that over and over and over again. I don't recall it sending me no. up to jump off of the bluffs. No, um, I didn't jump in front of a moving train. No. Um, I don't recall doing a blood oath with you right. regarding anything. I, it might have motivated us to steal some Christmas lights. <laughs> nah. And maybe it maybe it got behind you, you. It was behind you popping a door at school <laughs> um, when, when you were a sophomore. I don't know. But for the most part, we seem to have made it. Right. And 
Brant Miner is very concerned about this drill that we call suicides. And it would be easy to just say, okay, he's right. Let's just get rid of it. But I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. No, of it's, course not. We played a game when I was a head coach, which is why I'm probably no longer doing that, um, called Pink Panties. <laughs> uh, you know where I learned it? I learned it at one of my stops. Right. I can only imagine. All right. Enough said. Where uh, this big, giant pair of bloomers was brought out that, you know, somebody's grandma would buy. Uh, they were, we didn't, you know, steal them from a, a laundry line or anything. They weren't used much. And, uh, but they were giant. And, and we would have rebounding games. And the last person alive that didn't get a rebound got to wear those for a while. <laughs> And um, oh, that's fantastic! Oh, it was it was incredibly motivating, and um, only a few injuries, only two were serious, and the you know one kid he he looks good with a straw in his mouth. So <laughs> I, I uh, it was, but it was a great motivator, and honestly, it became more of a gimmick. Sure, uh, that I, I would literally bring them out, and we would never even use them. Right, um, but. It, I guess that's a pretty. That's really misogynistic on my part. I, I needed to make them. Did they have special trans underwear yet? Um, I mean, I, wait, hold on. Let me let me ask the expert. Hey, Jen. Do they make trans underwear? Um, could you Google it? Because I mean, if anybody sells it, Amazon's got to. See if you can buy... Um, if not, that's the million-dollar idea. Mm. Don't... Shh. Thank God nobody's listening. Right. Uh, anything? Is it work-related? Yeah. All right. Uh, stop doing that <laughs> and Google trans underwear, please. Thank you. I'll get back to you. All right. So it didn't go so well. But, um, I, yeah, I, uh, I... Again... We were having this conversation with, it was interesting how Aaron at Steelville uh, knew all these people and, and runs with, you know, these people. He's a huge Illinois basketball fan, you know, and really has a great understanding of Southern Illinois basketball and didn't know anything about Paul Lusk Sr. Mm-hmm. And was just stunned to hear some of the stories. He had that look on his face like you're making that up. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, really. The entire uh, the entire uh, side of lockers was, was pushed over off the wall. Uh, but anyway, I, I shouldn't say anything because I don't know if that's been adjudicated yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 um, the uh, he said. Oh, it doesn't sound like he could coach today. You think? Well, not for five minutes. Neither could most of the people that 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 I that I find well, um, if, inspirational. If you coached or you played in the eighties, nineties, or even the early two thousands, now I don't. I, I think you would have um, a more difficult time doing it today. That's why a guy like Dennis is so remarkable because he's on, you know, technically his third generation. Yeah. Of, of player, he definitely has has coached. Um players and their sons mm-hmm. for sure and and i would assume probably he's not far from from having a grandson if he hasn't already so not saying that he has i'm saying that right you know what i mean yeah uh, i don't want to start that rumor but um who knows um 
you know, how, how think of the adjustment of 1980 when it's, when he started 80, 81, um, no cell phones, no computers. Not really. Not really. They were just starting to come into existence when we started rolling through high school. Cell phones? No, computers. Oh, computers. But we're talking about mainframe computers. No, I, and, mean, I mean, we had the we had the little room with a handful of computers in it when we were in school. My senior year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which your junior year. Right. Uh, and I think it was four computers. But, but yeah, it was in its and infancy, that was our, obviously. that was our, our lab. Yes, it was in its infancy. The first time I had regular experience on a computer was in college. Oh, yeah. Correct. And again, it was a computer lab. There was 20 or 30 of them correct. in Kendry. Right, yeah. And that was the same way. It was green screen. You, not green screen, but you know what I'm yeah, talking about. 100%. That, the Lemonade stand game and yeah. that, that Oregon Trail game right. I, I became obsessed with uh, because it sure was better than going to class. <laughs> and the computer lab was very close to my dorm. But um, so think about starting your career pre of pre that. Right. And, and now, now your kids are carrying computers with them. Right. And the ease of how much easier it is to communicate with a team today versus then. Yeah. But also the headaches that it creates because everybody can talk to everybody. Right. And everybody has group chats. Mm-hmm. The parents have a group chat. Yeah. You know, ugh, what a, what a god awful oh time gosh. Uh, to be part of it. But uh, anyway, forget about it. Um, it, it. It's 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 amazing how much things have changed. And now we've got this jackass out in Portland who wants to get rid of the name suicides because it could possibly cause somebody to commit suicide. You know what caused me to commit suicide? Almost running washboards. <laughs> yeah, those were no fun. They suck, but boy, they're effective tools. They were awful. Great tools, though. Um, anyway, um, wanted to get into the b- basketball uh, pairings. The girls' seedings came out today. No real big surprises. That you know, the girls have their very own subsectional of death uh, that has Carlisle, Nashville, Bree Central, and Modern Day. Boy, and Carlisle is, is in two A, and it's probably not by much either. So, and if they were, you know, if they were in one A, well, then they have to go through Oakville, which I believe uh, they just played. I thought Carlisle got them. Maybe I, I think, was wrong. I, I, I thought Carlisle so, won yeah. about beat them. Yeah, so um, it's a shame that they're not down there. I mean, since if you named them team of the week, I don't think Oakville's girls have done well, real well. Now course. they've played. They've played, you know, O'Fallon. Yeah, they played the Olympic team, but we've got that magic touch. So, oh boy. But so yeah, take it. We'll talk maybe next week. Hopefully, we'll have a little bit more time. But um, and then the boys, uh, we've got some we got some programs that are hemorrhaging, and and that that need to get their stuff together. Some teams that they're, they're teams that are losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to, and we've got other teams that are starting to get hot. And then of course we've got Central, who just keeps on rolling. And um, there is a shootout this weekend. I guess we ought to. Uh, uh, promote that it's in O'Fallon I literally I do know I think they have Homewood Flossmoor I think they got a really nice break I think Homewood Flossmoor is coming and they just became the number one team in the state and I don't know who they're playing but Homewood Flossmoor's first game as the number one team in the state was at Bolingbrook Tuesday night oh, or wow. Wednesday night and they beat Bolingbrook by 16 uh, Bolingbrook did not play well I watched a little bit of it on the on the intranets 
and they did not play well. But uh, my guess is they'll learn from that, and they'll have to beat Homewood Flossmore on the road. That's the school that has that Bryce Hurd. Okay. Um, and they, but they're more than him. They they're legit. Yeah. And uh, there's some really cool things happening up in Chicago with with the magic season that Harvey Thornton's having, and um, some of the other other neat things. So we'll talk more next week about that. Um, and did you have anything else? I thought there was something we wanted to. You know, there was nothing. Was, did we cover? We did. We covered suicides. I guess yeah. that was it. Oh, I know. I got my last thing. So. You know, the opening of this show is uh, features AJ saying that uh, what a what a crummy podcast this is. And for years, it was hard to argue. Well, now we're, we're, we're starting to build some momentum and things are going well. And he and I are having a conversation the other night because we're, we're coming up, trying to come up with some ways to raise money for the Belleville Rockies and the Montclair League. And... This is a challenge nowadays because the days of just throwing together a, a turkey shoot um, or a golf tournament, it's just a lot of work. And then if Mother Nature doesn't cooperate, you've got issues um, or, you know, COVID. Are we talking about what I think you're going to talk about? What? The Super Bowl squares? Oh, no. I oh. thought you were going somewhere else. Go ahead. Yeah. No. So anyway... Um, I, we're, he, he, and, and Blake Meyer, he, they do, he, those two really handle the administrative part of this, lets me handle the baseball. And they came up with this idea to sell Super Bowl squares, which apparently you buy a hundred, there's a hundred squares on a board. I've never done this before, but it, everybody seems to know what it is. Yeah. You can put as many squares on the board as you want or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think this is a hundred. Okay. And then there's this guaranteed payout. It's a pretty big, big number. Anyway. He's talking to me about how we're going to sell these. We've got to make sure we sell 100 of them, blah, 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 blah. I said, oh, that's fine. I said, you know what, dude? I said, I'll mention it on the podcast. And he starts laughing. What are you laughing about? He goes, well, nobody's going to buy because they hear it on the podcast. So here's the challenge. Um, go to Belleville Rockies on Venmo. Just look up Belleville Rockies. It's at Belleville Rockies. Um, or DM us on the 620 High School Huddle. I need to sell a couple of these just to show AJ's dumbass that people do listen to this show Shut and will up. help the Belleville Rockies out. And if any of the other Montclair teams want me to help them out um, on this incredibly popular show, I'd be happy to do that. Jackass. <laughs> so bring it on. DM us or uh, just send it in Venmo. We'll get you a spot on there. I think there's about 73 squares available left. So jump on it while you can. You've been listening to the 618 High School Huddle, hosted by... Us.